You're listening to The Sigrunt Show, episode number 83. In this episode, I share with you how to write emails that inspire and convert. Welcome to The Sigrun Show. I'm your host, Sigrun, creator of Samba, the MBA program for online entrepreneurs. With each episode, I'll share with you inspiring case studies and interviews to help you achieve your dreams and turn your passion into profits. Thank you for spending time with me today. Building an online business takes time. I share with you proven strategies to help you get there faster. You'll also learn how to master your mindset, up-level your marketing, and succeed with masterminds. Today I share with you how my way of writing emails has helped me connect with my audience and make more sales. Want to make more sales in 2018? Then check out my mastermind programs. You'll find more information on my 2018 mastermind programs and the show notes of this episode by going to signal.com forward slash 83. I never saw myself as being a good copywriter. When I started to write newsletters, I just did what I saw everybody else doing. But I didn't get any feedback on my emails and I actually felt that my newsletter was pretty boring. So I started to tell stories. And wow, what a difference. I finally got people replying to my emails and I started to make sales. And what I realized that I love telling stories and people loved listening to my stories. And I actually realized that I have this gift. I'm a natural storyteller. And storytelling is so important in business. It makes people connect with you. You inspire them and it makes them want to buy from you. So even if you are not a natural storyteller, you can practice and you can become really good at copywriting and writing your own emails. So why bother? Well, storytelling shows your personality. You can make a connection. People start to care about you and your business. It positions you as a leader, being vulnerable, sharing behind the scenes, sharing your story of how you're building your business, not being perfect, making mistakes. That is true leadership. This emotional connection with your audience means that when you are telling stories, the audience is actually not listening to your story. They are thinking about their own. And it's funny thing how our brain works. We are wired to listen to stories. Think about this. When you read a book, when somebody explains something with a story, then you remember the story, even if you forget all the data. And stories, what's so exciting about stories is that we always want more. So when you start to share stories in your emails, your listeners, your audience, your email subscribers want to come back for more and more. And ultimately, 
through this connection, through this relationship, it sells your products. So it makes total sense to practice storytelling and to start it if you haven't started already. But how do you get started? Well, start to see everything that happens as a potential story. Maybe something weird or special happened to you. Maybe you made a mistake and what did you learn from it? Don't share a mistake just to share a mistake. Share it when you're ready to share the lesson from the mistake. Maybe you had to overcome something to achieve something. Maybe you had to step out of your comfort zone and it was an amazing experience. Share that. What you will start to experience is that there are stories everywhere and you can start to collect them. You can put up an Excel sheet and start to collect stories for future newsletters. So you never run out of ideas when you have to sit down and write one of your emails. You should collect stories around how your business has evolved, how you've helped a client, the before and after, a transformation for you and your clients. Think of anecdotes, a story with a point, because that's easier to remember. And practice telling stories, not just through your emails, but on your webinars, on your Facebook lives. And if you're doing a podcast now, what a wonderful platform to tell a story. Take your audience on a journey. They want to go with everything with you. And together you can achieve so much more. Sometimes I take this example of seeing stories everywhere. Where I live in Switzerland, I live in a little town and there's a shop, a big grocery shop. And at one of the cashiers, looks like she's always in a bad mood. And actually I do everything to avoid her. <laughs> I will go to another cashier and wait longer to avoid this person. I start to make up stories why she is so annoyed or angry or upset or frustrated. But honestly, I want to have a good experience when I'm going grocery shopping. So I don't have time for that. So I go to someone that looks more friendly. But then I start to think about how bad it is for this grocery shop to have a cashier that is always in a bad mood. On the other hand, where I live in Iceland, in a big city, there is also a grocery shop, actually a, a low-cost grocery shop, that I love to go to. And why do I love to go to it? Because one of the cashiers is so happy with her life. I will go to extra to the shop because of this cashier. When she's not working, I get hugely disappointed because I love to see her. She makes my day. And imagine what kind of assets he is for that grocery shop. People queue up. There's a long queue in front of her cashier and empty in front of the others. Just because he's in such a good mood. She always says, hi, such a long time since I've seen you. Oh, it's an amazing day, isn't it? And you walk out of the shop with a smile on your face. Now this is a story. 
you could use this story in your emails to talk about customer service and what a difference it makes between a grumpy cashier and a happy cashier. And this is just a story from my town going shopping for my lunch. There are stories everywhere. You just gotta open up your eyes and see them. Stories need to be memorable. Start to tell stories, but at some point you will get better and better at it. They become uniquely you. A story is a Sigrun story versus any kind of story. Use visual language. Think about it this way. When Steve Jobs was presenting the iPod for the first time, people had no idea what this little box could do. And what he said is unforgettable. It's thousand songs in your pocket. Wow, thousand songs in my pocket? I can totally visualize that, even if I don't have a picture for you. When you're telling stories, you gotta think that you're talking to a friend, just to one person, not to a room full of people or an email list of people that you might not know. No, you're talking to your friend. You're being yourself, you're being authentic, you're being real, you're being vulnerable, and it's okay to make mistakes. When you're telling a story, it got to have a point. It's a bit like starting to tell a joke and uh, somehow you forgot the ending while the joke's not gonna work. The same with the story. So when I talk about the two experiences in the grocery shops, On one hand, I'm talking about a grumpy lady and a happy lady, but the whole point is the feeling I get of the brand of the grocery shops, how different impression I have, how they care about their brand and how they hire people and whether I respect their brand and what I would do in my own business when I would know that customer service would be so differently experienced by different people. So there's a message with every story. And if the message is not totally clear to you, get to the point of it. Get clear on the message. Why are you sharing this story? What's so wonderful in online business that often there is a connection to something you're selling or to something you want them to sign up for or a blog post you just wrote or a podcast episode you just recorded. And then you can start with the story and said, well, if you want to read more, if you want to listen more, if you want to see more, go here. You have to start strong and finish strong. It's just like you're giving a talk, really. I often start with a shocking sentence. Maybe not such shock that you kind of spring up from your chair, but I start in the middle of the story and then I go to explanations afterwards. This is a method I learned when I was being certified as a Dale Carnegie trainer. And of course, I did a lot of training as a normal participant before. And I learned telling stories in two minutes. And telling a story in two minutes means you have a very strong start. You start in the middle of the story and you have a strong ending. And the middle piece, most people forget it anyway. Of course, there's connections there. But you got to start strong and finish strong. Don't worry about this too much when you start to tell stories, but once you get better and practice more, strong start, strong finish. It all starts with the subject line. And one of my 
best open posts is well actually yeah it's funny how to share it I was getting a creepy email it was somebody that knew where I lived or knew that I spoke Icelandic and German and English and they started to write to me in all these languages and then they asked me where do you spend in Christmas and it was so creepy and I realized this person had emailed me before I had not replied and this time it felt creepier so I was thinking to myself do I share this do I not share this but you know if in doubt I share so I wrote to my email list yesterday I received a creepy email dot 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 this is the best open rate I've ever had on any subject line and I was not selling anything but I was sharing the story of the creepy email and you know what happened I got 50 emails back of people telling me either similar stories or I'm so sorry you had to go through this experience. Oh yeah, this online business, sometimes we have creepy people or haters. Hey, just ignore it. Move on. You're doing a great thing. I love your emails. And I thought to myself, wow, I was in doubt whether I should share this or not. And I did. And now I feel better connected to my audience and my audience feels better connected to me because I'm human. Things happen to me that are not so nice. And somehow we now have a special bond over this creepy email. If you want to know how the story ended, well, I made sure that I removed this person from my email list. I tried to block their IP address. They had actually covered their tracks pretty well. So this was obviously someone with... uh, system administration experience but since then I'm not worried about it 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 can happen again and then you'll probably get another email from me yesterday I received a creepy email and I will use it to bond better with my audience so this person didn't gain anything from this actually I gained a lot other email subject lines that have worked really well for me is life will never be the same again I'm seeing Oprah today. Now, this was real. I was not lying. I was actually seeing Oprah live for the first time. I was in Los Angeles and I did something crazy. I I was not launching. So again, I was not selling anything, but I flew to Los Angeles to see Oprah's soul sessions. And I was planning to go to LA anyway, but this added another week to my uh, trip. A lot of cost. I was alone in LA. I did not go with my family. So I thought to myself, I want to share this journey with my audience. So I wrote four emails in four days. I wrote an email the day before I saw Oprah. Life will never be the same again. I saw at the day 6 a.m. I woke up early because of the time zone difference. So I wrote then I'm seeing Oprah today and I just wrote down what I was thinking and and how it all came about and what was going to happen or what I thought would happen. Then I wrote about uh, how Oprah became my best friend. That's not exactly true because, well, I didn't meet her. But actually, the content of the email was very sincere and honest about how I felt like she was my friend, how authentic and real she is in life, just like on TV. She is really one of my role models in terms of making us feel like she is our friend. And then I added a fourth email business lessons from Oprah. And I remember my business coach at the time 
She said, wow, you sent four emails in four days. Are you not worried about unsubscribers? And I thought to myself, ooh, should I worry about it? And I'll tell you, nobody unsubscribed because these were wonderful emails. They were written with a story. Something exciting was happening. People felt like they were with me at Oprah's Soul Sessions. And that's what you want them to feel. You want to have them feel they're with you on a journey. That's the best stories. Other subject lines that have worked really well for me is that I just changed the world. This is when I was demonstrating in Iceland to try to oust out the premier minister who had just been discovered was hiding money in Panama. And we succeeded. So I said to myself, well, I just changed the world. A lot of other people were there too, but I played my part. Iceberg illusion has been a big topic as well. How we only see 10% of what people do. Like you only see and hear this podcast episode. You don't see all my preparation behind each episode. You don't see all the mistakes I made when I have to re-record an episode or all the work that my team, podcast team is doing. But that's the iceberg illusion. We only see 10%. We don't see the 90% of all the hard work and struggle people do to become successful. Uh, Another example of good subject line is my first Huffington Post article. Obviously, people really happy about that. That was a really, really short email and I sent people straight to the article. And Gary V and Iceland, of course. I was able to record a video where Gary Vaynerchuk promised me to come to Iceland when I'll do my conference. And I will make sure to hold him to that promise and I will write you when that's happening. Some of your emails will be for nurturing and others will be for sales. Make sure you're not always selling, but also make sure you're not always nurturing. You need to learn to ask for the sale. So I have given several examples of nurturing email. Let's talk about sales emails. Sales emails are not very different. I also tell a story but the story is very much related to the product I'm selling. So let's take an example of a story email. I'm gonna read through you an email that resulted in $30,000 in one day without any additional webinar, training, workshop, Facebook Live. This is sent on 31st of December. 2016 is gonna be amazing. I can feel it and I know it. Do you feel it too? 2015 was already great, but 2016 is going to be even better. This year, I work with close to 300 clients in various programs. While I work with my clients, they achieved so many amazing things. Here are just few of their awesome achievements. They found their true passion and the right business idea. They quit their job and started their business. They sold their business and started a new business. They launched their book. They launched their program. They launched their podcast. They became a keynote speaker. They stopped trading dollars for hours. They created passive income programs. They streamlined their business. They created automated sales funnel. They became the go-to person in their niche. But most importantly, they believed in themselves. Some of my clients are making their first thousand dollars. Others are doing multiple five-figure launches, yet others are making multiple six figures. It doesn't matter where you are in your business, 2016, and now obviously 2018 can be your best year yet. 
this email resulted in $30,000 in one day. Now, you might not have the wonderful testimonials to support such an email, but you can tell a story of even just one person you've helped that will inspire others to want to go on this journey with you. I want to inspire you to become a great storyteller, nurture your clients, your subscribers, and ask for the sale all through storytelling. It builds amazing connections and relationships and makes the sales so much easier. Ready to turn your passion into profits? Get free access to the seven stages of a profitable online business by going to sigrun.com forward slash 83. There you also find links to my mastermind programs in 2018 and show notes of this episode. Thank you for listening to The Sigrun Show. Did you enjoy this episode? If you did, please share, subscribe and give the show a review on iTunes. See you in the next episode.